Hello, and welcome to In Unison, the brand new podcast for choral conductors, composers, and choristers, where we interview members of our choral community to talk about new music, new and upcoming performances, and discuss the interpersonal and social dynamics of choral organizations in the San Francisco Bay Area and beyond. Beyond. Basically, if you've ever been proudly called a choir nerd, this podcast is for you. We plan to fill your ears with great new music, fill your brain with new ideas and choral inspirations, and fill your hearts with love for our ever-growing, ever-diversifying, and ever-evolving choral music scene. We are your hosts. I am Zane Fiala, Artistic Director of the International Orange Chorale of San Francisco. And I'm Giacomo Di Gregoli, a tenor in IOCSF, the Golden Gate Men's Chorus, and the San Francisco Symphony Chorus. And this is... In Unison. Now, before we jump into our first series, it seems only appropriate to give folks the who, what, where, when, and most importantly, the why for this podcast. Let's do it. Yeah. No, I'm the choral nerd that, like, my electric toothbrush has a sound and I'm harmonizing with it. I'm like, what's a minor third about this? I mean, I defy anyone who is listening to this podcast right now to say that they haven't done that. Because I know, I see you. I know you. I know you do that, too. I keep getting, every time I put my uh, the, my toothbrush down, it goes, da-da. Oh. Which always gives me, da-da-da-da. Da-da. Yeah, which is whatever that song is. I forget what it is. What you gonna do when yeah, you get yeah. out of jail? I'm gonna have some fun. I love that song. Um, cool. Should we start talking? Yeah, well, we're talking now. You know, that's, that's what we're doing. <laughs> okay, here. And action. <laughs> oh my God, Zane, this is a new podcast. It is. Here we are. Here we are. We're what doing the, it. What is happening? I know, it's What's crazy. What's happening? Well, you know, I mean, I think that doing a podcast is a great way to reach a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that we have the opportunity to do something really great here. Uh, and I look forward to continuing down the path with you. Yes, and with you. What is this show? What, what's this about? What's in unison? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that uh, there's the, the main core focus of the show is to talk about new choral music. That's the main, the main goal, is to talk about that new music and the people who create it, the people who bring it to life. Which is the core, the, 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 the singers, the composers, the conductors, like that sort of magical space where um, we want to encourage those discussions about new music and new and experimental organizations, right? And we hoping this podcast is also about um, creating a space where we can talk about the fun intersection where composers, conductors, and choristers come together and they create something bigger and more beautiful than any individual part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think that also, you know, the what brings to life new music isn't just the people the the conductors the composers and the choristers but also the the world at large the society that we live in mm-hmm. what's happening um the events that are happening in the world those things impact new music just as distinctly as the people who are actually physically creating the music. And that's another thing that I think that we really want to talk about on this show is, is what is going on in the world that's affecting the creation of new music. Yeah. 
And it's great. I think the, the other reason to focus on new music specifically isn't just because new stuff is happening, but I think we also want to take a tack um, that has to do with which voices are also being heard, right? Mm. When you look at the history, I mean, it hasn't been that long. Um, where it's it's fairly male dominated, it's white dominated, it's Western culture, and I think that one of the things that's important about new music isn't just that it's new for new sake, but it's also about encouraging new voices and encouraging the diversity. and And we're hoping that this podcast is also a place where we can have those conversations and and bring those new pieces in so that people can listen to new stuff and hear from new voices. You know, obviously we're in the Bay Area, and um, and that, and so that's kind of the the central location where we're starting this conversation from. But I I want to talk about the way that new music exists worldwide, and it, it'll look differently. Yep. It'll look different depending on where we are, and so I want to talk about the new choral music that's being created in all parts of the world and how different that is. You know, we often talk about choral music as just being a part of the Western classical tradition, but I don't think that's necessarily the case anymore. We're, a, we're uh, more and more, we're a connected global community, um, not just in the world of music. And so we're seeing that start to show up in music. You know, IOC has done a bunch of beautiful brand new music from Robin Estrada, who was trained in Western classical music, mm -hmm. but the music that she is creating is very much steeped in her Filipino uh, heritage. Oh, yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. And so I want to talk about that stuff, too. Oh, yeah. We can get very deep into one of the pieces that we did with IOC recently, which was the, the Te Puse Collares, right? Was that the piece? Yeah, that... Te Puse Collares. Yeah, all, all on one note. But it's bananas. I mean, the piece yes. is bananas, but it's also just incredible. And it's incredible also to be a member of um, IOC and be able to sing next to folks like Robin and, and all the other folks in the new composers who are in the group. And this might actually be a good time to tell people um, a little bit about our relationship. What is IOC? When we just we just assume people know, but like, what is IOC? IOC is short for IOCSF, um, and that stands for the International Orange Corral of San Francisco. Um, and it's an all-volunteer choir, mixed choir, um, so all four parts, SATB, um, of volunteer singers. So ultimately, it's a community choir. If you want to get really yep. simple about the, the description of the group, it's a community choir. But um, the not to say that there aren't amazing community choirs out there, but this is really one of the best that I've ever heard because the, the singers are so very talented. But it's a group that's always been dedicated to promoting the music written by living composers. That's where it came from. The guy who started it, who one of the co-founders, Jeremy Faust, was a composer. He still is. Um, but at the time, he was in school, getting his degree in, compo in composition, and he wanted a group that could perform his music. And so that's how IOC was born. And that's what we're doing with this podcast, is we're continuing that mission. It's completely a natural extension of IOCSF. And uh... And part, I mean, when you think about the types of programs that IOC puts together, um, that you have put together for us, Zane, Zane is our musical director, artistic, artistic director, artistic, artistic director, director, I guess, because you're thinking about everything. Title. It's not just the music, but you're actually helping us pull all this together. I mean, thinking about this from a larger perspective, um, the one of the seasons that we dedicate once per year or, or every, every several seasons is the Freshly Squeezed program, where it's truly just a program of all new premieres. Correct. Um, 
And that's that's kind of what we're hoping to do with this podcast is kind of bring you a little bit of a flavor of that. Um, and it feels, to be perfectly honest, also this this concept to me, since I've been a long standing lived in the Bay Area now for, for 20 years and can sort of, not quite a native, I wouldn't insult the natives to say that, but I feel like I'm sort of uh, becoming a bit of a Bay Area native and it feels like a very unique extension of this very special place and time. Um, which for me, like when I think of the Bay Area and why I moved here, it was for precisely for that diversity, right? Like I grew up on the East Coast, but I was like, you know what? I need a different experience. The Bay Area, full of bohemians, bunch of hippies. You know, tech was not quite a big thing there, but even tech itself also brought a bunch of thinkers and folks who kind of just wanted to see the world in a different way Mm -hmm. and, you know, didn't want things to be as they were. And I think for the last 20 years for me, the Bay Area has very much represented that. Um, and I think that being a part of IOC and, and the and the Golden Gate Men's Chorus too, and all of the different groups that have been a part of that Bay Area history um, is just a, na- you know, this podcast is just a natural extension of all of those things. And so we're hoping to to bring you all some, some great new stuff. But it's not just about us talking at you. I think what we really, really want here, um, we want this to be sort of an interactive space, right? Like we're imagining times where we're going to be able to bring in and interview new and interesting folks and composers and conductors. And in fact, also even choristers, because that's why I'm a part of this. I I like being able to represent what it's like to be in the mix and kind of how... um, singing and choirs kind of uh, impacts our life. And those are the types of stories that we want from you all as well. We want, we'd love to share your stories. We'd love to hear about um, the music that moves you or the really cool, new, interesting stuff that's hard to find out there, right? Like um, I can rattle off the names of, you know, no less than 10 Bay Area groups right off the top of my head after spending 20 years here. But you know, good luck if you don't live in the Bay Area. How do you find this stuff? How do you bring new music to the to the forefront that folks can discover this stuff? You do it with a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you that's do, what we're you doing. You hustle, baby. You hustle. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, it, it, this is all about um, wanting to hear from you, too, because we can't discover everything that's out there. Um, obviously, we're just two people, but we're we're having a great time chatting with some more folks and and hearing your stories, that's going to be really important and really important part of this podcast. We want to invite our listeners to be a part of the conversation. What That's one of the, the primary goals of this podcast is to strengthen the choral community. So people are probably also wondering, well, who the heck are you two people? Ah, What's your perhaps. relationship to the group and why are you two making this podcast? So maybe we should tell you who we are and why we're here. So Zane, who the heck are you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, like uh, you established, I'm the artistic director for the International Orange Corral of San Francisco, uh, and I joined the group back in 2007 and then uh, took over directing full-time in 2009, um, and you know, I'm, I'm a musician since I was very, very young, started on piano, learned trumpet in grade school, and then followed the path to choral conducting through my master's studies at San Francisco State, um, and through that, I met Paul Kim, who was a co-director of IOCSF, and he's the reason that I joined the group. And then he passed the baton to me, and I took over um, directing the group full time. Um, and Jeremy Faust as well. I should definitely mention his name. He's a co-founder of uh, IOCSF, and you're gonna, our listeners, you're gonna hear Jeremy talk to us um, because he's now a medical doctor actually in New York, uh, which is very exciting. He's on the front lines of COVID, so we brought him in to talk about that. 
But, you know, I'm, I'm a musician through and through. It's something that I feel in my bones. Uh, it's something that moves me and, um, that I think is important for everybody. I think music is something that, well, it is important for everybody. It's not that I just think that. It, I think that that's just a universal truth is that music's important. Um, and so IOC was just a really great place for me to continue to make music and to be a leader. That's another thing that I think that I, I excel at is, is leading. Um, and I enjoy that aspect of, of IOC as well. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm a choir director. I'm a choir nerd. You're a choir nerd. I'm a yeah, choir, you're a nerd, choir nerd, like big time choir nerd. And so are you. And that's why we're doing yes, this I together. Am. So what about you? Let, tell, tell us how, uh, you know, your affiliation with IRC and, and your connection to choral music. Yeah, uh, my connection to IOC um, is through, I will, uh, this is a shout out to a dear friend of mine, but my dear friend Fausto was the one who introduced me first. Hi Fausto, we love you. We love you. Uh, Fausto and I actually sang together first in the Golden Gate Men's Chorus. Uh, We both joined in 2001. And uh, that was my introduction. I moved to the Bay Area in 1999 mm-hmm. uh, after graduating college. I, I sang all through college. I was an acapella nerd. I sang with the Whiff and Poofs. I sang with uh, the Dukesmen of Yale, who are now known as the Dukes of Yale. And um, oh, that's we, something we want to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what does it What does it mean when you know to have uh, a quote unquote men's group, which is really just a TTBB group, right? Right. Um, but very interesting stuff in there. But. Um, but yeah, no, I sang with those groups in college. Um, I started singing kind of more or less in high school, moved to the Bay Area to to work in tech, but really mostly to just be gay and to come out and like have a great time out here and meet people and uh, be a part of the culture. And a big part of being uh, a part of the culture in the Bay Area was to try to find a music scene. I had been living for two years um, before I discovered GGMC, uh, sang with the group um, for, for many years since 2001, um, and then around, I think, 2016, I started toying with the idea of, like, I'd been coming to IOC's concerts, and I thought, oh, wow, this is really different stuff. Like, um, I love singing with the Golden Gate Men's Chorus. I still do. I love that group. Hi, Joe Piazza. We love you, too. Um, but uh, where GGMC focuses on a broad, very broad range of music from the old classics and all the greatest hits and you know Schumann and everything you would expect a men's choir to sing all the way up to newly commissioned works and newly commissioned arrangements as well um you know IOC's focus on being a um group that is focused on the new music really was the same thing that tickled my brain as working in tech did right like it's all about solving new problems and seeing new perspectives and seeing things a new way um and so that was very attractive to me. And it was also very attractive um, to just try a different instrument. It's one thing to sing in a TTBB choir. Um, and even there, you know, in GGMC, we've got SATB, but that's still all men, right? Like right. culturally, it's and it's all gay men, right? Like, so that's a very different um, environment than coming to IOC, which is an SATB choir. And there's all sorts of folks who are, who are part of the group. And, um, and that just tickled a completely different part of my brain. And it felt like the mission felt right and it felt like it was incredibly important to sing music from underrepresented composers and um, just sing new music and new things that people hadn't heard before and to play right like we don't all get to be a part of like I don't know room full of teeth or some of these really awesome groups that are doing some experimental stuff and this was my way of flexing my brain in that way and um, and I've enjoyed it ever since yeah IOC provides a very special 
um, community for its members in that, you know, for, for a lot of singers in IOC, they went to college for something other than anything other than music. Yeah. But while they were in college, they sang in the choirs at their respective schools and they sang in the, the, the good choirs, not just the big old giant choir that let anybody in that wasn't auditioned, but they sang in the chamber choir or whatever the name of that chorus was at your school. Um, and then you graduate from college and you go off and you get your job in the industry where you got your degree and you now don't have that musical opportunity at the level that you got it in college. Yep. And IOC provides that high caliber of music making without the same expectations that a professional ensemble might have. And I also want to mention that we have a lot of singers that are also composers. So we are never short of new music. And I think what's exciting about this podcast and, and one of the reasons why it's a natural offshoot from, from IOC is that over the last 15 years, 15 years uh, mm-hmm. since, Just over. since established, mm-hmm. the group has, has all these beautiful and wonderful relationships with musicians, with composers, uh, with conductors in the area. Um, it's nice to sort of be able to look at the folks who have been working at this and doing this for so long and so hard and be like, you know what? It's time to shine. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to come back to the the freshly squeezed program that you mentioned earlier that is really a tenet of of IOC's mission is to put on this program every third season. We do a program, we call it freshly squeezed. And the most seasons that we do in IOC have a theme, right? We'll do a theme where all the music's about uh, pilgrimage or all the music's about just something, name a subject, but, yeah. but the freshly squeezed program doesn't have that at its core. Instead, the, the only important thing is that the piece that we're singing is a regional premiere that yep. here in San Francisco, nobody's heard it performed live. And that's, what's important for that program. And so this podcast is an extension of that and that we want to be presenting the music that people haven't yet heard. Yep. Um, and so, we're going to be talking to composers on the show and playing their music at the same time so that they so that we can hear exactly what we're ta- what they're talking about um, and we can then ask them the questions that that get at the heart of what creates a composition you know what was going on in your life when you wrote this piece and how did that influence the way it was created the way that it's voiced how did that generate the melodies that you decided upon like we want to get into the deeper the more in-depth conversations with the composers so that everyone listening to the podcast can hear some of the music if not all of it we'll see how much of it we get to play. I mean, who knows? We might have an entire episode where we listen to an entire piece of music. Oh, yeah. And then talk to the composer about its creation. Or maybe even talk like to... like the Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, be... yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Popping in to give moments here or there. Or pop-up video. If... Oh, I don't know. God, I'm dating myself here. But if those who remember pop-up video is a thing. But... Pop-up video. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Which, by the way, also just, you know, as a note for folks listening, and that's not to... Um, poo-poo older music or, or any of the sort of music that's out there. This podcast is really just about focusing on the stuff that's happening right now, but um, but in no way sort of everything we do now is informed by what came from the past. So, yep. um, you know, we may have moments where we do throwbacks and we may do some, some bits in this podcast where we compare and contrast, you know, a, a newly written requiem to something that was written hundreds of years ago and right. where there's connections between those things because you can't 
have the new without the old. I have an I had an old uh, teacher at Cuesta College, and he always used to say he would he would cross himself like a good Catholic at the same time <laughs> that he said this. He would say, "There is nothing new in music," <laughs> and that was like his mantra. There's nothing new in music. There's nothing new in music. Which I can't you know now, just now as that comes out of my mouth, I think to myself, I should, probably shouldn't say that when I'm talking on a podcast that's about new music <laughs> to say there's nothing new in music, and yet here we are talking about new music, but. But that's but everything that's happened in the past informs what's happening in the present. Hundred percent. And so we, yeah, we want to acknowledge what's happened in the past. We want to acknowledge the music that has sh- in the from the past that's shaping the music that's being created now because it's true. I mean, we draw on things from the we just do. We draw on what we know from history. Yeah, and this. Um this being our first uh, episode of this podcast is, is is pretty fun. We're actually recording these in, in reverse order for those of you who might be listening or wondering. Um, but that means that we sort of got our first series in the can, which is going to be sort of all about the, the impact of COVID and how choirs in the Bay Area and abroad have been reacting and, right. um, and thinking about this. And so it's really exciting. But, um, you know, even in this first episode, I'm kind of just excited to get a feel of you know what got just give uh, i can't even begin to express to you all how excited i am for you to hear these conversations that are coming up yeah. and some incredible people in this first series some of the best musicians and thinkers out there who are who are guiding musical groups through through the bay area through an incredibly tough time and mm-hmm. um it just really excites me for what's yeah. about to come. Though the Bay Area and beyond. I mean, and beyond. we're talking and to beyond. and beyond. <laughs> we're <That's> so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to you know. We've talked to David Conti of the San Francisco Conservatory. We talked to Dr. Jeremy Faust, um, who's currently in Boston. We talked to and he leads a chorus in Boston, all made up of doctors, which is so cool. Um, we've talked to Jay Swidig and Elena Sharkova of Cantabile in the South Bay, who it's which is one of the biggest youth choruses in the state. Yep, um, Joe Piazza from the GDM Golden Piazza, Gate Men's yeah. Chorus. Yeah. Megan Solomon of San Francisco Choral Artist, Bob Geary of Volte, um, and then even Stephen Hankel, who's working in Dayton, Ohio, and is a uh, university professor of choral music there. And even Paul Kim, who's coming to us all the way from Denmark. You know, we've I, I, wait. I left somebody out. Oh, Josh Haberman and as jo- well, Doctor Josh, Haberman, who represents yes. Dallas and Santa Fe Desert Choral. So, so we've really got a wonderful set of conversations that we've we've actually already had before recording this episode um but i can't wait to to get those all up online and get people to to start listening um to this first series but that for the first series is really it's about what's happening right now with covid and how it's affected the choral community and choral music making in general um but when we move on to series two we're going to focus more on compositions themselves and how they're born out of what's going on um, with current events and stuff. And we want to do this with you. So uh, it's our first episode. We don't want to talk at you too much, but we just want you all to be really excited about what's to come. And most importantly, we want to do this again with your feedback and your thoughts. So yeah, get involved. Yeah, if your brain is exploding as your as much as mine is as your and Zane's is as you're listening through this this episode, and you've got ideas and you, there's cool stuff that you you think about, we want to hear from you. We want we want to have you on the show. We want to talk to you about um, what's out there. We want to hear the music that is exciting you. Um, and then who knows with your feedback, we might do some really interesting stuff. We might start a playlist somewhere and just 
collect everybody's favorite pieces or let's make something bigger than um than any one of us yeah that's just, just like really a choir cool. in the first place is something that's greater than the sum of its parts i think that um this podcast is going to be that for sure and so yeah please uh if you're listening to this podcast and you're getting excited uh you know reach out to us get in touch we will give you the email address uh and social media information at the end of the episode so tune in to the end to uh, hear that um, <laughs> and a special message from chorus dolores who you will find out oh yes oh <laughs> Yes. So you'll be meeting everybody knows a chorus Dolores. <laughs> um, but yeah, we want we want you to talk to us and tell us who uh, what composer you just recently discovered or uh, a performance of a certain piece of music that you thought was particularly moving or um, or better yet, even a singer that you know has sung with like every single choir in the area for the last 20 years that has all that experience um not only with new music but with with just choral performance in general we want to talk to anybody and everybody if it's interesting we want to put it on the show amen and thanks for listening along for this first episode too and kind of just letting us bumble along for a little bit but i'm i'm really excited and i hope you're as excited as we are yeah me too thanks for tuning in Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the In Unison Podcast. But before we go... Do you sing in an awesome choir that people should know about? Or maybe know a composer or conductor you'd love to hear on the show? How about any recent or upcoming performances that touched your heart, tickled your fancy, or made you go, hmm? Well, then we would love to hear from you. Please shoot us a note at ideas at inunisonpodcast.com with your thoughts. And who knows, maybe Chorus Dolores will ask us to talk about it during announcements. <laughs> In Unison is sustained, nourished, and fostered by you, our loyal and loving listeners. And don't forget to subscribe to In Unison on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at In Unison Pod. And hey, if you like what you heard, tell a friend or a section mate. Thanks again for tuning in. See you soon. Rehearsal attendance was taken by Chorus Dolores, who knows your cutoffs better than you do. In Unison is produced and recorded by Mission Orange Studios. Our theme music is Mr. Puffy, written by Avi Bortnik, arranged by Paul Kim, and performed by the Danish vocal jazz ensemble Dynamic on their debut album, This Is Dynamic. Special thanks to Paul Kim for permission. Be sure to check them out at www.dynamicjazz.dk.